0: Hello and welcome. You are listening to For the Love of Dog, a podcast related to all things dog, just in case the title wasn't clear enough. I'm Kerry Jordan, a professional dog photographer, whippet enthusiast and a serial dog cuddler. So today I'm welcoming uh, Mark from Monty Dog. Mark has just written a book based on his gorgeous Newfoundland called Monty, but this is a little bit of a different book. Um, The Monty Dog Good one at the moment is a storybook for children helping them understand in a gentle but fun way the issues regarding plastic in our seas so hopefully the next generation will be a little bit more educated than we are um hi mark why don't you tell us a little bit about monty and all your other dogs
1: okay um good morning yeah monty is very much the star and the title in the book um but he's one of five dogs that we have um, Monty's Newfoundland, we have Cookie, who is his naughty sister, who's also a Newfoundland and she features in the books from the, the, the second one right through to the fifth one, uh, when we introduced her. And the three Spangles, who are um, Bailey, Poppy and Molly, who also feature in the book, um, and started it all off really by te- teasing Monty in the first book and calling him a panda cow. <laughs> <coughs>
0: And a cow. That's a new one on me.
1: <laughs> well, that was the first book. So that's that was, you know, a few years ago now. So,
0: so how did you come about getting such a, a different mix of dogs?
1: Well, the, the Spaniels came first. Um, so we had the three Spaniels when Monty arrived. Um, and we soon realised that, that they have a very different energy levels. <laughs> um, bit, Mon- Monty thought he was a Spaniel for quite a long time. Or a Spangle, as he calls them. Um, and being a 13 stone Newfoundland with the energy level of a cock Spaniel just wouldn't work. <laughs> so luckily, he has calmed down and slowed down. Um, but yeah, we had the Spaniels first and then the Newfoundlands came. Um, and if I'm totally honest, it's not the best mix of dogs you could ever have. But they're fine. They get on great. and But energy levels are very different. Uh,
0: yeah, I bet. Um, how old is Monty now?
1: Monty's eight, so oh. he's nine in January. So he's, uh, he's, he's an old lad now. Uh, oh, so
0: bless him. So what made you go from Spaniels to Newfoundland?
1: Well, I wanted, I always wanted to do, I saw a video of um, Newfoundland's water training. Mm-hmm. And I always wanted to, to have a dog. I always wanted a big dog, and I wanted a dog to do water training with um, So hence getting Monty joining the club, um, getting him started as a water rescue dog, which he did qualify eventually as a water rescue dog. Amazing. So, but he doesn't like swimming. <laughs> so Monty doesn't like swimming. He doesn't like he doesn't like going out in the rain for a week. Oh and I've just been trying to hose his feet down to cool him down a little bit in this heat wave. And he, he he's like Michael Jackson, honestly. He's... <laughs> he's moonwalking and doing anything he can to, to avoid the water so <laughs> that didn't work out tremendously well um but he did qualify he got through his test originally so that, it's that was,
0: it's quite that strange was, he actually he he sounds like he's part whippet <laughs> he's, he's
1: so he's just monty he's he doesn't like water he's lazy um but he's he's sort of he's been into about 80 schools now nursing homes um he's he's been he's, he's He's done a live blog from Crufts, and there's nothing that fazes him, you know, he's just a a big softy. Oh, he sounds
0: amazing. Now, I don't have kids, but this sounds like a fantastic way for children to learn. Can you tell us a little bit about the book and where the inspiration came from?
1: Um, Well, the inspiration always comes from from the dogs. Um, And so I'd already written four books. Um, and really wanted to do something about the environment um, because obviously some of the issues we have and we're, we're sort of passionate um, you know people about the environment wildlife and big fan of David Attenborough which mm-hmm. is you know, one of our heroes like a lot of people and so the inspiration it sort of seemed um, a good idea being Newfounders being a water rescue dog and with some of the, the issues around uh, plastic in the oceans mm-hmm. um, That's sort of where the inspiration came from. So the idea to put a story together where Monty and Cookie um, went on an adventure with the help of the Spangles to rescue some creatures in the sea that had been caught up in plastic and other debris um, seemed like a good one to do. And I wanted to feature David Attenborough, and so he appears in the book as well.
0: Amazing. Does he know he appears in the book?
1: He does. I wrote, I thought, as a courtesy, I write to him. So I wrote to his production company, uh, just expecting a box standard letter back in two or three weeks. Within a week, he'd written me a handwritten letter um, saying that he was um, he was honoured to be included in the book, and that that was just that that's being framed. Oh,
0: <laughs> oh, I can imagine. That's amazing. What that I was, mean, he is a proper gent, isn't he?
1: Yeah, <laughs> and, and obviously, he was so passionate about the. I sent him the text of the book, and he read that, so he's obviously passionate about the the idea behind it, yeah, what he's what he's saying so often,
0: yeah, absolutely, oh, that's incredible, I think I would have definitely been excited by that <laughs> um what do you think's been the biggest success story excuse the pun success story of the book so far
1: um for me um when when a book first comes out um the test, the big test for me is when I take it to schools. Um, we do school visits. We do free school visits, you know, and and the book has really been um, taken in by the schools. And for me, the big success is how the children are bought into the story. As you read in the story to, say, 40 or 50 children in an assembly, you, you actually look, well, look at the faces to see how they're reacting to it. And that's the big sort of acid test for, for any author, I think. And they just bought into this story and, and you could see them just willing the the animals to be rescued. Um, and that's been the thing for me. And it's it's been a wonderful book in the schools. It's been fantastic. It's been really well accepted. And, uh, well, we, we've gone a bit crazy with bookings at the moment, to be honest, because of the book. So...
0: Oh no, that's amazing! Though, so do you think the kids are understanding what the issue is based on the sort of the more gentle way that you're educating them?
1: Yeah, I think there's a, there's a twofold thing. I think um, I've been really, really surprised and impressed by how much the children are aware already. So they have got a big awareness. I think the schools are really trying to to get the message across. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, with us going in with Monty appearing in the school and then the story of of rescuing the creatures and, and I, th- I think you know coming from that angle as well yeah absolutely there some of the questions we're getting back and some of the the, the things that children want to know is really really causer optimism I think
0: yeah and and have any of the kids do you think started making their changes have you have you heard about any kids making changes in their own lives to help the sort of plastic issues
1: yeah, I mean, we get some great feedback back from the schools, you know, about um, the children going home and then pestering the parents and sort of saying, look, we need to do this, we need to do that. And and drawing pictures about what they're doing. So, you know, the, the feedback has been really, really good. And, you know, I think it's a definitely um, a supportive role with us, with the schools, because the schools and, you know, particularly the, the sort of schools are very proactive. Um, it's something they're really trying to do anyway they're they're, they're trying to create this thing of of, you know getting children much more aware of the environment around them so it's certainly helping us and i've definitely seen some some fabulous feedback from the children after our visits
0: oh i love that i love the fact that actually uh, because of your book the the kids are actually educating their parents (laughs) (laughs) rather than the other way around
1: It is. It's great. And it's something we, you know, even before this book came out, when we go into the schools, um, you know, the children, we've had great feedback, particularly from schools saying that boys who, who, you know, in a lot of schools aren't, engage with reading and writing when Monty comes in being such a big dog and he's cool and everything and and you know boys then starting to write stories and pictures and you know so actually sort of taking all that on board and, and it sort of getting children to engage more with stuff. So that that's a big the the big motivation for us and why we keep going back in and back in and back in and, and not charging the schools to do it because we love it.
0: Oh, gosh. Oh, that's amazing that you're doing this just because it's like an amazing thing to do and you're getting such positive
1: feedback. It is fabulous. I mean, we've we've sort of been big supporters of sort of charities and that, you know, Monty's been a massive supporter of quite a few charities over the last few years. And it, we just feel, you know, it, it's important to put something back. And, you know, these dogs are amazing, you know, because they engage children so easily. Um because of the size and the, and just how striking they are, yeah, it's a really good way to to use that 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 love that children have of animals.
0: Oh, I, I bet they feel like it's almost like um, like a wild beast coming in when this giant teddy bear comes strolling through the door.
1: <laughs> we usually we usually try and get into assembly before the children, yeah. so the children then come into assembly, and so I can sit and watch their faces then as they come in, and it's just a picture. It's oh. Just, and oh. it's just fantastic every single time—the little smiles on their faces, or the the big eyes—and you know, just it's fabulous.
0: Oh, oh, that does—it sounds fantastic. He's obviously a very special dog.
1: He is. He's um he's he's a character. He's a one-off. He's he's really um he's really um I'm looking down there because he's he's just laying next to me. He's really uh, inspired a lot of people, and he has a lot of fans and followers around the world. And a lot of people love him and
0: uh, and now david attenborough too
1: <laughs> yeah. hopefully one day we can meet
0: now i know it's a, a very hot magnificent <clears throat> day um in the uk it's i think i think the temperatures were about to get to 38 degrees but if monty wouldn't mind sort of just answering a few questions for us that would be amazing
1: he's he's always okay to answer questions <laughs> I, I do help him out a little bit because he oh because um,
0: yeah. he can't talk and all that
1: yeah um, <laughs> we have this thing you know where he's <clears throat> he sort of sends stuff over to me, so really, I mean, he claims credit for all of the books, and I'm not—I'm not going to argue.
0: So, is—is is Monty a morning dog or an evening dog?
1: <laughs> Neither. I—I <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I don't like mornings and I don't like evening. I like—I like sleeping at any time of the day. So, <laughs> that's his answer.
0: Okay. <laughs> Again, I seriously think he might be part whippet. <laughs> <laughs> what is Monty's favourite treat?
1: Um, definitely fish. He, he, we we buy um, some seaweed and whitefish burgers from uh, from a company who do uh, fish treats, um, and they love them, absolutely love them. But saying that, I've never seen a treat that Monty doesn't like yet. So. <laughs>
0: I love the fact that considering his latest book is based in the ocean, that his favorite treats are fish based. (laughs) Who is Monty's best friend?
1: Um, It'd have to be Bailey, Um, Bailey, the Spaniel. Um, They're very similar ages. I think there's about five months between them. Mm. So they, they were, you know, they were, um, they came fairly close together. And, um, the only shock for Bailey was that how fast Monty grew, um, and he he um he got an X-ray actually looking up to his best mate. So yeah, they're they're good mates. Them too. <laughs> he has a few. He has a few girlfriends spread around the, the world. Though to be fair, who uh, he gets some, he gets some. You know, fan mail and things like <laughs> that, and, and pictures sent through on on the internet.
0: Oh my days! I was going to actually ask if Monty gets any fan mail.
1: Yeah, we he 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 gets more mail than we do. I mean, there's more more letters come addressed to Monty Dog here that. And the postman just knows now. He just knows Monty
0: Douglas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah, cards. Now, who is Monty like a dog hero? Sorry. Who who is Monty's Monty's hero?
1: Monty's hero. Ooh, that is a difficult one. Um, in, As a dog, you mean? The, yeah. Dog hero. Yeah. Yeah, I think he'd have to say Scooby-Doo, you know, because he's he's it's that Scooby Snacks thing, you know. I think Monty, if Monty could could be Scooby-Doo, he would be he would sort out the the crimes and work them out. He's he's very smart, loves snacks, so yeah, Scooby. And he's a bit of a baby as well, you know. So yeah, he's got all the. All the characteristics of Scooby Doo's are these. That
0: is a good answer. And for anybody under the age of like 30, just Google it. (laughs) (laughs) And who would play, who do you think Monty would play in a film, whether it would be a human or a dog?
1: I I mean, the obvious answer would be he'd like to play himself, I think. I think he's, you know, he's he's such a big, um, he's got such a big ego. I think Monty would like, um, like a film about him as Monty as the star in his own film. Um, But
0: do you think he'd be a demanding actor?
1: I think he'd be be a real diva. (laughs) He he is such a diva. He's honestly, he walks into school and it's, he just strolls in and it's like, I'm here, you know. Do you know who uh, I am. Yeah, that's, exactly, he's got that. I, I once had a a, a lady um, stop me, and she said that um, she'd seen Monty walking around locally as she was driving past, and she said she said I said to my daughter, "There's a dog with a high opinion of itself," <laughs> <laughs> and that is just him. She said the only other animal I've ever seen that has that had that same sort of thing about it was the owl from Harry Potter when she went to Harry Potter Studio, and she said Monty had that same sort of look at me i'm monty
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh hilarious um what is the best way to win monty's heart
1: oh food food <laughs> food and food and and food monty monty can do some really good tricks you know he can he can give his paw he can he can do down he can do steak he can, but he can't he won't do one trick without a treat so he won't give you, he'll never give you his ball unless you have a treat. But the minute you have a treat, he'll give you his ball. Hilarious. So it, food is, yeah, he's very food orientated. Okay, that's good to know. We, we do struggle a little bit in school if it's toast time um, for the children. So he's, uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, now, this might be an obvious one, but does Monty prefer the countryside or the beach?
1: Um... Yeah, I'd say the beach. He, he's not a big swimmer, but he likes a paddle. Um, okay. Countryside to Monty, I think, means a walk. And a walk to Monty isn't something he's he's amazingly um, excited about. If he could, he'd just lay around all day, every day. <laughs> Some days he literally runs away when we get the lead out and tries to hide, which he's not really very good at. <laughs>
0: I've just got a vision of Monty trying to hide behind like a lampshade or something.
1: Yeah, he wants to try to hide behind a cupboard, which is sort of about seven inches wide, and he <laughs> just hid behind it as if we couldn't see him. <laughs>
0: oh, he sounds like a real character. Um, what would Monty's message be for any dog owners and their kids to try and be a more eco-friendly dog owner?
1: oh there's i mean the the plastic one is is huge isn't it you know it's it it's such a big issue that and we still see so many people um throwing rubbish on the floor that eventually ends up in our water systems and you know into our rivers into our streams and into the the oceans and i think sometimes people don't actually realize that our streams and rivers go into the oceans um so it, it it's got to be about you know um I mean the 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 whole poo bag issue is a is a great one, you know, and the the sort of the dis the the compostable ones or the the recyclable ones, um, but really just all of us looking at the rubbish we create, you know, and 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 being aware of it, trying to recycle as much as we possibly can, and never throw things on the floor, you know, that that is i think such a massive thing you know and we still see it so much so that'd be his message i think
0: yeah absolutely and it's a good message uh, mark thank you so much this it, i'm going to buy this book for a few of my um friends with kids and i just because i'm so passionate about it myself and i do think it's a great way to change um the way that we think about plastic in the next generation and as you as we said earlier Sometimes the kids can educate the parents. Yeah. Um, where can we find uh, Monty, and where can we buy
1: his book? Okay, well, the books—I mean, the books available at the usual sort of Amazon, worldwide stuff, and Waterstones—and you, you can buy it on the online stores. If people would like a personalised, portographed copy from Monty, then through us at the website on which is www.montydog.com. So it's it's a nice, easy one. Um, and we, we sell the books there directly, um, all around the world and I, I can do a dedication. I sign them, but more importantly, Monty does his autograph and so does Cookie.
0: Well, I think that's the, that's the best way to do it. That sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah. And does, uh, does Monty have an Instagram account or a Facebook account?
1: He does. He's, um, Facebook is life according to Monty dog, which is, um, you know, that again, that goes with his ego, doesn't it? Life according to Monty dog. Um, <laughs> instagram is is at monty underscore dog so and twitter is at monty dog so awesome. dog is always well in monty's um, monty's case is double g e so it's dog double g e so okay
0: it's, uh, well, I'll put, yeah you... i'll put all the um, i'll put all the <clears throat> notes as well just so that people can have a click through Mark, thank you so much for your time today. This book, I think, is going to change a few people's and kids' way of thinking, hopefully. So, well done, and congratulations on the success. And I'm going to go off and uh, purchase some books for my friends' kids.
1: (laughs) Well, thank you for the time. It's, you know, it's lovely to speak to you, and it's uh, really nice of you to give us the, the opportunity to spread the word a little bit. So, thank you.
0: Awesome. Have a great day. Give hugs to Monty for me. <laughs> Will do.
1: <laughs> Thank you.
0: Whoops. So sorry for cutting you off there, Rachel. But there you have it. That is how I managed to get a story into a national newspaper. And it also included details about my uh, the fact that I'm a pet photographer. So I hope you found that useful. And if you want to get any stories into papers, if you think you have a story to tell, it's really good for content with your community. I will drop Rachel's details into the comments below.